everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Welcome Hi. to Dragon at the Movies. Oh, let's go. Hi, man. You're the dragon? Yes. We have a special guest today, and we're very excited. Our, our friend of the show, all right, multiple time guest. I don't know. That this, what is this? Like your third time having it? I don't know if we could use the term friend. <laughs> Acquaintance of the show. Since you hate my guts, but, you know. Jaime is here under duress. The, the show gets downloaded to my phone every week, if that's what you mean. That's exact. That yeah, is yes, actually exactly what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> You're one of the millions, millions mm-hmm. of, of our listeners. Yeah. Dragon at the Movie Nights. And we make this promise to you, listeners. We'll never sell out and get sponsors because they won't have us. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Especially when they hear the things that we say before the, the uh yeah, the podcast. Yeah. We, we gotta stop recording those. That's a <laughs> yeah, it's a, they're somewhere. It's um uh Jaime, thank you for, for coming on. We're excited. Thank you, Dragon. Thank you for having me and thank you for uh talking and then recording yourself for me to listen to it weekly. Oh, you're Dragon. welcome. It's Dragon, only for how, you. <laughs> Dragon, how excited are you yeah. that you have your three Perea boys? I know all, all three. Four Perea boys. Yeah, I can I can see Papo in the background right now. All right. Dragon, here's yes. what I need you to do. Okay. Rank your Perea boys in order of an of likeness. <laughs> I will not. I have a ranking in my head, but you'll never know. And whenever <laughs> one of you fucks up, it moves. So I just want you to know that. <laughs> Order of, of favorites. <laughs> of order of importance, order of favorite. You'll never know. Okay. Also, I would argue that order of importance and order of favorites is very similar. Hmm. Uh, I'll give you a hint. The two youngest ones are real close to the top. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. 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 I'm going to the fucking gum that you got to scrape off the bottom of your shoe. Yeah. You guys are there so I can get to Papo and Alejandro. <laughs> Just so you know, Dragon, I know that I'm number four. And the only reason for that is because I talk to you more than, I, I, than Jaime does. So you know <laughs> do, me better. Do you th- yeah, do you think of me and Jaime talk more? I'd be like, yeah, he's he's like not off the list. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But Jaime refuses to, ch- to chat with me. Jaime doesn't respond to you to text messages. Unless, yeah. unless we're communicating for the dragon and ice podcast then we <laughs> we don't really talk much outside of it yeah our super secret podcast that nobody listens to yeah <laughs> it's daily which is hard <laughs> the, the 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 talk shit about birdo cast wait, wait wait what birdo don't even worry about it it's fine <laughs> all right dragon why don't yes. you uh tell me what you did this week tell the millions of fans yeah. what you did this week um, I, uh, I, I had lunch with a friend yesterday, which was really fun that I, I haven't seen her in a while. So that was exciting. And then we got to hang out with other friends last night. So that was nice. Um, and then before that, I, uh, we had a friends in town the day before. And so we hung out with them. So it was a very friend filled weekend, which was exciting. Um, and I spent a lot of time in the movie theater as well, which I'll talk about when we get to the movies. Um, uh, what about you guys? Jaime, what'd you do this week? Well, first of all, it's a little nunny of business, what I was doing. <laughs> But, the uh, most high may response ever. You don't have to worry about that, Humberto. Well, here's the one thing I'll tell you. I wasn't invited to this friends get together. Apparently, I'm not part of the dragon's friends. Let let me hang out with my friends. List. Accurate. Yeah. So and she's like one of the movie there. theaters and shit. And 
Nothing. Having, you, having great you know weekends. that we like popcorn? <laughs> yeah. You like $17 popcorn? A little bowl of nachos? You got oh. none of that shit. Andrew yeah, likes exactly. the pretzels. Andrew's like Andrew likes the pre- the little pretzel bites that you get with the gross cheese. He loves yeah. those. I think they're disgusting. I mean, stale bread and cheese. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. When you sell it like that, <laughs> oh, you, actually, Dragon, you know what I did this weekend? What? I hung out at the beach. Oh yeah, you guys had the Chop and Chops beach day. How was it? We went to the Chops and Chops um, um, Eyes Beach Day at Jacob Reese. Better better weather, right, than the last time? Yeah, it was, like, um, not as hot. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say, like, uh, low to mid-80s, and it was sunny the whole time. No hail this time. <laughs> um, And, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that's nice. Jacob Reese is far. That That's the far beach. Yeah, but, you know, you pay for having less people surrounding you. Yeah, that's true. And, Dragon? Yeah. Chicks. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh yeah, it looked really fun. I, I saw the pictures. It's exciting. Nice. Uh, yep. Um all right, Dragon. Let's start our our show. Let's start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon? Yes. What did you watch on the couch? Okay. So I mostly was not on the couch this week. I was mostly in the theaters. So I am going to start with movie number one. Andrew and I snagged last minute tickets to Barbie. Um, We went on opening day on Thursday. And uh, let me tell you, the just the people seeing Barbie alone were so fun because I would say half the audience was dressed up. All pink. Yeah. What hot pink outfit did you wear? Yeah, I I did not wear a hot pink outfit. I was coming straight from the office. But um, I uh, it was great. It was like hot. Truly, half the people were in like some kind of Barbie type costume. Hot pink, lots of hot pink, lots of sequins. Uh, some blonde wigs, some like fun blonde wigs were there. It was great. And then when we left the theater, like there were groups of people coming up to the theater, also dressed up in their Barbie outfits, and it was just very very fun. Highly recommend. Um, and I liked the movie. I thought it. I thought it was really. I thought it was a fun like you know Barbie ad. The, mo- the movie of your generation. It was definitely a movie for millennials, uh, for sure. Of <laughs> your generation. Yes, for sure. Um, but I thought it was fun. It also made uh, seemingly all of the money, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, it turns out that, like, you know, people don't want to see an R-rated movie that's like, hey, you have to you have to go see this in IMAX, otherwise it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Oppenheimer still did pretty good, too, I think. Yeah, I mean, it did pretty good. It did good. It did well. It did better than uh, what was expected of it. But, yeah. you know, Barbie was going to win the weekend no matter what. I think it, I think it helps that Oppenheimer's, uh, a lot of people are trying to see it in IMAX, um, yeah, which we're, we're trying to do as well. We we fucked up and didn't get tickets till last minute. And uh, now we have really shitty IMAX seats for next weekend for Oppenheimer. Um, but it made, so Barbie made $155 million this weekend. Jesus, wow. That's, well, I, I will say this. Their marketing campaign was genius. Yeah. Fucking oh. genius. Because... Their they marketing played team into the, they really like if you saw the marketing they really played at least on my instagram they really played into the like oh the the ultra like i'm a fucking super gym rat ultra masculine guy i'm gonna go see fucking barbie because that's what we fucking do yeah, so they yeah. really played into that oh that's just that's just targeted marketing to you berto that's what i mean like that's that's how i got the market that's how it was marketed to me and i was like wow this is genius it's really genius if you look at if you google barbie like the movie uh the google for it is pink 
everything is pink and it sparkles yeah. when you first open it really the marketing was 10 out of 10 for this movie 10 they, 10 they 10 fucking nailed it they fucking nailed it i think oppenheimer too was like yes because they got like grouped together and i know multiple people who did double features of no, barbie Bar- and oppenheimer Bar- barbenheimer yeah yeah now who's gonna see barbie in imax though <laughs> I don't think Barbie's playing an IMAX. I think every single IMAX theater is Oppenheimer, and then everyone's in a great while. You'll get a Mission Impossible in there. Um, but anyway, so I saw Barbie. Highly recommend. I thought it was fun. Um, it, I thought it was funny. It was, you know, it, it, it what I wanted out of a, a Barbie commercial. I guess a <laughs> like two-hour Barbie commercial made by Greta Gerwig. Um, okay. Okay. Now, Dragon, was it yes. a whole movie, or was it like Spider-Man or? Um... <laughs> Fucking Fast and Furious. Or Mission Impossible or Impossible, uh, where it's like, hey, here's a two-hour commercial for the next movie. No, it was an entire movie start to finish. That's it's I mean, what what novelty, honestly, yeah. at this point. It wasn't wow. like, hey, we're gonna start a franchise here. Nope. There's no what what about the Barbie verse? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, there'll be spin-offs, I'm sure. <laughs> this movie again made 155 million opening weekend. So it's fine. Um uh, I'm sure it made it budget its budget back already. Um so that was Barbie. Uh okay, next. We uh ventured out to the theater once again and we saw the new Mission Impossible movie. So this is Mission Impossible 7. Okay. The title is Mission Colon Impossible Dash Dead Reckoning Part One. Okay. Okay. Damn, okay. Um, and, uh, this is a Mission Impossible movie. I mean, you see Tom Cruise do some things that w- probably would have gotten him killed, um, if it, it was anybody else. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, that's what it, it was fun. It was just, yeah, but- it's, it's almost three hours long. It's extremely long. It's 2.43. The, the ra- this thing is killing it in the ratings. Like, Rotten Tomatoes, 96%. IMDb has it at an eight. That's huge. I... I think that's a bit much, <laughs> to be honest. It's oh, fine. I, uh, Dragon, have you even seen Scientology? I don't know what that means. The, the, that that the... means is the fact that Tom Cruise is like 60 and he looks, he barely looks like he's 35. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Scientology I, has saying, really helped him out. All I'm saying is we have to fucking get our thetans checked to stay young forever. <laughs> Uh, I think you might be right. It's I, I imagine that he's just shot up with like all kinds of stem cells and shit. You know, <laughs> like that's like he's like you, you bathing in fetus blood or something. It's gotta be um, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, I thought the movie was fine. It definitely entertained me for the runtime. Although, like two hours in, I did check the time because I was like, "This is fucking long. <laughs> this is like really, we have a long time still left to go." Well, don't worry. It's only a part one. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like five hours of Mission Impossible, six hours of Mission Impossible, just to tell one thing. Um, but yeah, the stunts were pretty good. You know, it looked it looked nice. The story is fine. It is just like it's a Mission Impossible movie. I don't know what to tell you. You're watching it to see Tom Cruise do things. That's that's a fine. Um, yeah, I don't really. That's fine. That's it. It's a okay. Mission Impossible movie. Um, uh, okay. One more thing in the theater. Um, so we saw Past Lives. Have you guys heard of this one? Nope. I'm an adult. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay. So this is what, a... What, uh, what superhero does that? <laughs> yeah. No superhero. So this is an A24 film um, by a woman named Celine Song. And I can't remember what else she did. But I know that people seem to like it a lot. Um, but anyway, she's a South Korean director. Um, the movie is about a... Um, 
a Korean girl that immigrates to um, Canada when she's 12 years old and then the United States when she's like an adult. Um, and it's about her kind of like crush that she had when she was in Korea and like he had a crush on her, her like little kind of Korean boyfriend when she was there. It's about him like reconnecting with her 12 years later and then again another 12 years later and how That's that kind good. of like relationship dynamic works. Um, and like, you know, she's married, she has a husband, like this is in the trailer, so I don't think it's giving it away, um, in the United States. And like when this man comes into her life from her past, like how, how everybody kind of deals with it. And it's honestly a very sweet movie. It's sort of about like, you know, it's about young love and 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 um, how those crushes kind of like shape us as people. And it's it's just very nice. Yeah, Berto's making a face like he's like a little bitch. What is it, Berto? No, I'm just confused. What what action what action uh, figure or doll is this based on? It is. It is not. It is. It is a no. um, franchise that they're trying to set up here. It is yeah. an in- independently made um, uh, uh, movie by A24. So it is not based on anything. I'm going to tell you right now, I will not watch this movie out of protest. <laughs> because there's no Barbies in it. You're, you're, Why would you're, I watch this? It's very good. It, I think it's very well written and it's very well acted. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Did they feature uh, the nine dash line in it? Did they? Did they what? The nine dash line in it. I don't. I don't even know what that means. That's the uh the the line that like got Barbie banned in China. <laughs> they, they, oh, they, that they map. didn't indicate something on a map. Right, not in China, Humberto, but in like surrounding countries. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. They didn't indicate some line on a map, and now and everyone there was like, "How dare you? Mm-hmm, no Barbie mm-hmm. in our country." Yeah, that's exactly yes. Uh, no, they did not do that. <laughs> they did yeah. not do that. So it's killing it overseas. I have no idea. Um, but the and the movie is like half in Korean, I would say, and, ha- and half in English. I um, I really enjoyed it. I I I liked it a lot. It's a very sweet movie. Um, I highly recommend. Uh, okay. So okay. All right. I guess. Yes. <laughs> you giant babies. Um, really okay. selling it to me here. Yes. Well, I, I I had you at a kind of sweet look at love and and a childhood crush, right? That's that's where, that's where you were yeah. really into it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, last, the last thing that I watched is, um, a little documentary called Shark Exploitation on Shudder. Um, so this is a documentary that's basically talking about the, um, like shark movies from like Jaws, well, from a little bit before Jaws, but then like really from Jaws onward and how Jaws like sort of shaped the shark exploitation genre and like sort of what Jaws did to real sharks and how it kind of like fucked with the, uh um animals generally <laughs> and like people's views of them um it? yeah it did <laughs> like shark no. shark killings like skyrocketed after the movie came out it was kind of wild this jaws movie i've never heard of it what is it <laughs> well maybe we'll do it for the podcast bro <laughs> uh it's like the meg but uh from the 70s <laughs> ah gotcha a less Wait, good this, meg yes is this another disney franchise that i should know about yes it is yes jaws there is actually a, a jaws franchise. franchise that is true and uh some of those movies are woo, not good um uh but i thought it was a fun documentary i mean if you're into like those kind of like shark exploitation movies i think it's a uh, worth a watch which um, you are dragon I am. That is true. Those are big monsters. I do love my big monsters. I I think that uh the, my main complaint about shark exploitation is they did not talk about the Meg enough. Honestly, <laughs> how dare they? You mean the peak of shark exploitation 
That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, also, the Meg 2 is coming out soon. So like, they mm-hmm. fucked up. Uh, and I've seen the trailer for it. And I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, I got to watch the first one. You had, Jaime, you've never seen the Meg? No. <gasps> but you get to see J- Jason Statham with his shirt off. And he's uh, supposed to be a drunk. But he's like got the, the most cut six pack that you've ever seen in your life. And well, he I saves the, the day. In my room. <laughs> he's... <laughs> I mean, he saves the day like seven times. Yeah, yeah, in the movie, it's great. It's ten. It's a ten out of ten movie. I love it. Um, Berto, for the, for this podcast, I think we need to do the Meg Two in theaters. You're gonna have to like oh, Jesus Christ. Listen, well, maybe we'll do one of the baby viewings, and you can bring Alejandro. <laughs> okay, it's okay for kids, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfectly fine. It will. I mean, it, honestly, at this age, he's literally just like, ooh, pretty colors on the screen. Fair enough um uh okay and that that is uh, everything i watched so why don't we go on to our next segment which is jaime on his laptop or sometimes on his phone um jaime why don't you tell us about what you watched um so i think maybe like two weeks ago i was just uh, i i don't really watch a lot of netflix but um i opened it to fucking browse around or whatever and mm-hmm. netflix time i open it they keep putting on this commercial for a TV show called Suits. <laughs> yeah, like you should watch this. You should watch this, and I'm like, oh god, fine, I'll watch your commercial. And I watched the commercial, and then I was like, let me dedicate like 160 hours of my life <laughs> finishing this, this show. Okay, so Sounds have you right, watched? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Have you watched all of Suits? So, out of eight seasons, I yeah. am on season six right now. Jesus Christ. Okay. How many episodes is it per season? Maybe like 16-ish. That's a lot of suits. Yeah. And like I watch it on one and a half speed. So oh. every episode is maybe like half an hour. That's not bad. Yeah, it's and, not bad uh, at all. Yeah, because it's like a 40-minute show. You know, there's no commercials. Yeah. Yeah, about half an hour per episode. And I just kind of bang it out when I'm like fucking doing laundry or just fucking hanging out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, w- would you re- would you recommend Suits? So um, the thing about Suits is that it's a USA. I think it was a USA show. Mm-hmm. It was. It's, it's pretty good. Like conceptually, it's good because it's like, um, you know, like corporate lawyers are like, you know, we're working on mergers and all this shit. And uh, one of the lawyers, like the, the star of the show, I guess, is like pretending he's a lawyer. He's not really a lawyer. He's just some fucking dork. Interesting. Studied. Um, so he's pretending to be a lawyer and then, I mean, it's, it's a fucking cable TV show. So at first it's kind of cool. And then a couple of seasons in, it's like, I was telling Umberto, it's like, oh, who's dating who? So-and-so is dating so-and-so. What do you mean you have feelings for so-and-so? I can't believe you kept the secret from your best friend, who's also your coworker. (laughs) So, okay. Uh, Yeah. Sorry. So, sorry. So this is like, this was a, uh, USA show yeah so basically they they were like and usa was really good at like let's do let's go back to like the hour-long dramas Mm -hmm. like with with a with some comedy in it and were and they were like but we're gonna add one character who's really quirky and they have some type of quirk and for some reason every time when they when they say quirky they just mean uh uh, we're just gonna have dr house 
Yeah. So like House was a super genius who had a photographic memory, basically. Okay, let's put him as, uh, you know, a, the police detective. And then you have uh, Monk. What's it called? Monk. Let's put him as a pretend psychic. And you had psychs. Let's put him as a lawyer. And then you have uh-huh. psychs. And it was like, and by the way, all these shows, fucking great. Love them. Loved every single one of them. But, but the thing, I think like it's one of those shows that like after three seasons, you're like, okay, I, I get uh, it. are you going to do anything different? And they're yeah. like, no. Why yeah. fuck with the formula? And Dragon, why would you fuck with the formula? I, listen, it, if it works, it works. And obviously yeah, Suits works dragon. because it's gotten Jaime to watch six seasons of it so Yeah. <laughs> so 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if the show got me to watch it or just my life. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Listen, I I think did you have you watched uh, um, Hannibal? May may I recommend Hannibal to you? Uh yeah <laughs> yes I've watched Hannibal. I feel like I got you to rewatch Hannibal. <laughs> you did. Oh yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. And I think I started it for a third time as well, and then uh, quit at whatever. What's that? What's that season where he goes to Europe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean when it got things got bad? It got bad at like season two and a half. At the se- halfway point of season two, I was like, okay, I'm out. Okay, and but then before I that, forced it's, myself to finish it. It's yeah, really it was good. good. Yeah, it was really good. good. Um, okay. So then that, and then just like random YouTube videos or fucking whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I had a man's man's dinner mm-hmm. last. Night. You know, a bunch of men got together. Manly men, dragon. Dinner. Okay. Okay. Right. Steaks. We had some potatoes. Uh huh. And then we sat down and we watched peak man cinema okay which is so we watched a movie called sicario okay i don't know if you're familiar with it i have not seen it i've heard the word but that's it yeah it is uh i don't know i guess it's kind of action humberto it's like there's action in the movie but it's it's more of a thriller yes yeah, like an action thriller about like military people with guns and shit i mean well, kind interesting of. Go it's about Mexico, it's... black ops stuff. They have to go into Mexico and then fight the cartel. Really? That's what that's about? Yeah. Well, I mean, Sicario, Dragon. I don't, that doesn't mean anything to me. But, Spanish um, word. Movies. So it's it's Josh Brolin, mm-hmm. and Benicio del Toro, mm-hmm. and Lee Blunt. Um, they star in it. And uh, the first one. And then the second one, they're like, hey, you know Emily Blunt? Let's get the mm-hmm. rid of her and just have the two naughty boys shooting guns and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me let me try to describe this because I feel like I'm is uh he doesn't know how to sell the show. To the me movie. specifically. Specifically yeah. to you. No, okay. but it, it's basically like Emily Blunt is being brought into this world of like the drug cartel. And uh Josh Brolin and Benicio del Toro are uh you find out later, and it's not really a spoiler alert because you find out like halfway into it that they're like CIA, CIA operatives who um, are trying to get into Mexico to, you know, do shit sure. the, to, to the plot. Okay. Um, and it's it would have reminded me a lot, especially when we, we started watching the second one. And it reminded me of The Fugitive, where The Fugitive is about like, um, you know, the titular fugitive <laughs> titular where um Harrison Ford is like trying to like escape uh Tommy Lee Jones yeah mm-hmm. and then people were like man Tommy Lee Jones was really fucking good in that movie and he was popular why don't we make the second movie 
about just him and his group. And that's uh-huh. what the second movie is about. It's about Josh Brolin and Benicio Del Toro. Instead of Emily Blunt seeing the world, their world, yeah. it's now just about them. So, yeah. uh, but we only saw the first half. So maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe they'll change it in the second half, but I doubt it. Okay. I'm but, still yeah, not uh, sold on Sicario, to be honest, but that's fine. Sicario, so Sicario, I really liked it, Jaime. Did you like it? The first one, yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah I liked it. A, I really liked it a lot. It's like a man, okay. dragon. It's It was a man's man's movie, okay? okay. It's about men being manly men. No, it's about like guys who are like, well, we have to fucking get into Mexico. We have to figure out where the big boss of the Mexican cartel, of this Mexican cartel is. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we have to make fucking chaos. Mm-hmm. And then when... Uh, this one guy who we who we have our eyes on goes to visit the boss who will know where he is and then we can kill him and essentially that's what they they have to do and it's li- like it's a fucking man's movie dragon all okay. right we're not talking it's not a fucking barbie movie where they're like eh, we're gonna play with toys you know i prefer, it's a fucking I prefer barbie man. and it's anti-man message thank you <laughs> man's man's movie it's about men doing okay. what it, they have to to get stuff done getting their hands dirty okay so that's sicario that's a car. Uh, it's really good. I like it. Jaime, what a what uh what is it streaming on? I looked I thought it said Tubi when it's on I Tubi. Back, okay. Um, we saw it on yeah, Tubi. Jaime, what what's uh what YouTube uh rabbit hole thing are you now currently into? So because of suits, I got wrapped into that, but um uh for some reason a, a fucking YouTube keeps popping up like uh Chris Hansen <laughs> clips. Yeah, like, I don't like, like to catch a predator course? Predator. Yep. Yeah, he's like, have a seat, have a seat. So when you told this 13-year-old girl, I want to blank your blank, what did you mean? <laughs> he said, I came to talk. Like, and the excuses are great. It's like, oh, I just came here to talk. I actually uh, yeah. came to like talk to her to not meet strangers on the internet. Yeah, always, always. I, like, oh. I, are they are they bringing that show back? I thought they were. I um, I think they they did at one point. I don't know if they're bringing it back again. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that was a fucking amazing show. It got taken off the air yep. when it was at the height of its popularity. Yeah. Didn't it? Isn't the conspiracy theory that it got taken down because too many like high powered people were being caught? <laughs> I mean, I, my guess is he he one day uh, Jeffrey Epstein walked in and they were like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's my theory. Or it, it would be, first of all, it would be Ghislaine Maxwell that would have walked in with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, you're right. Good, good point. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, that's my theory. But uh, Dragon, I don't want you to worry. Ghislaine Maxwell is in jail. Don't worry. The case is closed. It's done. Done, Perfect. Dragon. We don't need to investigate anymore. It's over. We don't need to know who was on that island. Don't have, worry about it. Like, who, I know they have the client list, Dragon, but we don't need to open it and look <laughs> at it. Okay. No, they, the, Dragon, I don't need you to worry. They literally, like, there was a report early on that they literally found the fucking fa- a fucking a safe with a bunch of hard drives with people's names on it. Yeah. But yeah. we don't need to know what's on those hard drives. Okay. D- not at all. It's none yeah, of our let's business. Talk, let's talk about Barbie again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, okay. Anyway, uh, uh, Berto, I guess you're you are next. Yes. Yeah. Hi, mate, do you have anything else that you've been watching other than uh, to catch no. a predator clips? No, that's, that's it. Suits pretty much took over everything. So yeah, that's fair. Would have caught me at another week. Yeah. But I want to go on Berto's bitch fest. <laughs> All right, Dragon. Yeah. 
let's get let's oh oh sorry we need to do Berto's a Berto's a bit it's going really well go so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh uh, uh you know in addition to Jaime's man's man's uh our man man dinners which okay. is because it's not that yesterday was not the first time we did a man's man dinner because you know me Jaime and we 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 take the boy yeah. to make sure he gets some steak and potatoes. That, all right. It's not just yeah. us. Yeah. All right. And what we do is we watch man's man's movies because my, my son needs yeah. positive male influences in his life. All right. So we watched a little movie called Premium Rush. Dragon, do you yes. know what this movie is about? No. It I is on not. Hulu. It is about bike messengers. Okay. Fucking uh, okay. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Your boy oh, is a bike yeah. messenger. Yep. And he has what I dubbed decision vision, which is <laughs> when he's biking, there comes a point where he's about to get hit and then he like stops and then looks at various paths and then he sees like, okay, there this way I'm going to fucking go. Like, no, I'm going to get hit. This way I'm going to get hit. This way I'm going to get hit. Okay, this way I'm good. And then he makes that decision. Okay. And then at one point he actually has to pick the lesser of like four evils and gets hit. Okay. But um, yeah, it's a bike messenger movie where the guy's just on a bike doing message, you know, messengering and then fucking, uh, you know, I don't know what else to tell you. A plot happens. Yeah. You know? uh, I, I assume it's New York City bike messengers. Yes. yes. Uh, da- yeah. A dangerous job. Very dangerous. Yeah. Um, the I movie talks vision, vision from, from Bobby. But yeah, <laughs> he's got a very important package that he needs to deliver. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to get there prompt. Some would say it's a premium rush. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. Uh, very fun. Anyway, uh, I've heard uh, of that movie. It was like 10 years ago, wasn't it? It was a while ago. Yeah, 2012. Your boy, yeah. Michael Shannon was in it. And anyway, uh, uh yeah, um, Dragon, I really liked this movie. It was good. It was fun. It was exciting. It, the editing, I thought, was top-notch top-notch at all points i knew where people were what they're trying to achieve where they're going um and then there's points where they're like okay we now have to explain something so they go back in time to explain what that's about and give you more details to the plot and i was like wow this is very well done fucking good movie dragon good movie recommend on the hulus okay um jaime you feel the same yes i'm i'm down with it yeah so being jaime right what do we do we're trying to chase that dragon, right? Yeah. For man's man, man's man time. Mm-hmm. We watched another bike messenger movie called <laughs> Quicksilver. 1986. This one's on Sling. No, I'm sorry. We saw it on Crackle. What the fuck is Crackle? Uh, I don't know. It's one of those that like, I'm just going to ignore that its existence because it's free or some shit. Oh. I don't know. I, okay. I tapped it into my fucking phone and then it brought me to Crackle. And then I, somehow <laughs> yeah. I had the we app on my, on my TV. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this is the movie starring your boy, Kevin Bacon, Lawrence Fishburne, and Jamie Gertz, Dragon. It's another bike messenger movie where Kevin Bacon was a stockbroker, loses all his money, and then becomes a bike messenger because he can be free. And then, uh, you know, like three plots happen, and uh, he's bike messengering, and then he has to go back into the game of stockbrokering to make money for his friends, and... uh, you know, then he also has to bike messenger his way uh, to uh, a mobster and then bike messengers, <laughs> you know, escaping. And then ultimately, like the guy runs off a fucking bridge. OK. Terrible movie. 
terrible movie. Wouldn't recommend. Sorry, is this what is this what like a uh, um, premium rush was like based on? Is it a is it like is this a genre of film that I don't know about? A it's a genre. It's a genre of film that encompasses. So we two looked movies. it up. <laughs> <laughs> we looked it up. Okay, fair, like fair. A bunch of like the 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 top bike messenger movies of all time. And Premium Rush and Quicksilver are both like on the top of the list, and then it's just documentaries. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I think there there's some fun no doc- documentaries about bike messengering. Yeah, I'm sure of it. But you know, anyway, these are the two. Those are the two. <laughs> and let's just say it's a big ball. Anyway, ten out of ten. Highest of recommends. Okay, cool. Can't wait. Um, I'll, I'll definitely not check it out. All right, Dragon. Next, me and Jaime watched Once Upon a Time in the West. Why? Because Jaime was like, "Well, I guess I have to watch this since I'm here." Yes. And uh, yeah, we watched it. And so, uh, uh, Jaime, what did you think? Um, I think I'm a dork, and uh, you know, it's uh, a cowboy movie from the 60s, yeah, so, uh huh, uh huh. It, and it's 10 out of 10, it's the best, <laughs> right? Jaime, okay, Jaime. I, I was into it. Did you, did you like the scene where the, the beginning where it's just Three guys waiting at a at a train station for fifteen straight minutes. Yeah, for like twelve minutes, nobody says anything, and they're not even walking around; they're just like sitting, sweating. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you, did you not like how sweaty everybody was in the movie? <laughs> yeah. Like, did did you not notice the sweat? Okay, Jaime, what about the big action scene? The big action scene at the end. The big like, okay, we have to end this movie with a big bang, where it's two guys staring at each other for ten straight minutes. Did you mm-hmm. like that scene? So that was good. Um, and my favorite part about actually my favorite part of the, about the movie was Caroline coming into the room randomly and being like, oh, yeah, this again, Humberto's adored oh, this again. Apparently he watches it multiple times a week. Uh, I do not. I have a video on my on my Instagram using the songs. So she, it's me just watching that being like, I love my baby. And then she <laughs> thinks I'm watching the movie. Yeah. So it's just you watching the same video clip of your son over and over again with that with the sound with the yes. the theme song over it crying yeah basically that checks, yes that checks out that and then I have to I tell her that I'm watching the movie so she doesn't realize that I'm just watching my baby cry and then crying yeah wouldn't wouldn't that be a little bit cuter than the fact that you're just crying over the what's about to in the West Dragon Dragon I'm a man's man okay manly okay. men don't do that stuff we don't cry. Okay. You only cry over Once Upon a Time in the West, and that's it. The only <laughs> acceptable time for a man to cry is watching a cry. Uh, 1960s Western. Basically. Of Charles Bronson's eyes. <laughs> that's fair. They're beautiful, to be honest. All right. Jaime, did you like the movie or not? Yeah, it was okay. It was good. You, um, did you think it was the greatest film ever made? I wouldn't say the greatest film, but maybe the greatest Western. Or I, I would agree with that, Jaime. It, it, it is probably the greatest Western, but... Yeah, I gotta watch uh, more westerns to compare. So, yeah, um, I, I feel like you don't. <laughs> I feel like if yeah. you watch if you watch no. more westerns to try and compare, you'll just be chasing that uh, once upon a time in the west high. <laughs> yeah, that's what what I fucking had. That's what I did for like two straight weeks, which is just yeah. trying to find another once upon a time in the west, and then just being like, oh, there, there, there is none. No, no never it mind. Does, it does no, not no. exist. Yeah, chasing that dragon. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, rewatching it, Dragon, I got a lot more of the uh, motif, or mm-hmm. is that the right word? I don't know. The 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 idea of what the filmmaker was trying to say with it, which is oh, a lot yeah. of like, oh, the 
the new world is coming and the old world is dying. Yeah. Which is uh, like there's like little things I noticed this time, like um, the fucking like, like there's a scene where uh, Claudia Cardinelli is being brought to the McMcBain farm. Yeah. And um, like the the driver trying to hit the people building the railroad because to him, it's like, oh, fuck these guys. They're going to take away my job. Yeah, yeah, it's like little sense. shit. Yeah, little shit like that. Um, I like the fact that the 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 bad guy, the rich guy, the the one who had uh, ter- tuberculosis of the bones. Yeah. yeah, he he doesn't have a wheelchair, even though yeah. he should. But yeah. his wheelchair is the train car. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, that's fucking like, oh okay, I like I like the mo- I like the ideas that you're putting forth. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's basically like at the end of the movie, Charles Bronson is like, okay, cool, I did my mission, but I have to leave because uh, I don't belong in this world anymore. Yeah. You know? So I, I killed... Manly. He's like, am I going to get douche Claudio Cardinelli? He's like, no, I don't belong in this world. Okay? I feel, I feel I... like I feel like that man is probably asexual. <laughs> He's just like, it's like, am I going to get just... douche this beautiful woman? Nah. <laughs> he just realized, Dragon, that he... Like, you know, the, what is it? The, the, the soldier has to learn to put down his sword and pick up the plow. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I can't do that. I'm not yeah. built that way. I will not, I will not do that. I must, I must go somewhere else where they still need me. And he's just like, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't yeah. get, right, Dragon? He doesn't want to pick up that plow and uh, use it on, uh, what's <laughs> he doesn't want to, you Wow. Dragon, you pick up the plow or the hoe. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, rewatching it. Fucking amazing dragon. So yes. still fucking amazing. Ten out of ten. Great. Ten out of ten. Next. Yes. All right. Now, movies I've watched without Jaime. Dragon, I watched a little movie called Infinity Pool. This is a 2023 sci-fi horror movie. Yep. Um it is currently on the Hulus. Uh <laughs> starring yes. your girl, Mia Goff, and your boy, Alexander Skarsgard. Dragon. You saw this movie, right? I, I did. And you I believe you said you you thought it was the greatest film ever made, right? I really enjoyed it, yes. Um I like the idea. I, the uh it is different than Once Upon a Time in the West, I would say. Yeah. I like the idea. Yeah. Uh I didn't like the execution. I really didn't like the ending. Mm, okay. So the idea, and I'm just gonna, you know, whatever. What did you know? It's, it fucking happens in the first 30 minutes, so let's yeah, not even, it's like, fine, it's what's fine. the point? Yeah. Basically, um, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, it goes, hangs out with, you know, and Alexander Skarsgård and his chick hang out with Mia Goff and some random dude, yeah. and they, coming back, they accidentally drunk drive, kill someone. Skarsgård gets arrested, and then basically the, this is happening in some fucking third world country. Yeah. At, um, Skarsgård gets arrested, and they're basically like, hey, uh, you're guilty. We have all this evidence, blah, blah, blah. Here's what you, here are your options. Your option is we can make a clone of you mm-hmm. and kill that clone. Mm-hmm. But you have to, you have to pay and you have to watch the execution. Right. And Scars Guard's like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Does it, watches his own execution. Uh, his chick is like, oh, we got to get the fuck out of this country. And mm-hmm. Scars Guard is like, I'm intrigued. He mm-hmm. hangs out. Turns out there's an entire fucking group of people who are rich who go to this country, do debaucherous things, get arrested, pay the pay the fine, and then watch themselves get killed. Yes. And like that's their that's how they get turned on. Yeah. That's it was very interesting. Uh 
at once you got past that point in the movie, then it just became like, I don't know what you guys are fucking doing. I don't know what's happening. Like, what, was, what was the James, right? It's James. I just yeah. love Mia Goth being like, James. Just yeah. like taunt him. I love Mia Goth. I, that, that was like the highlight of this movie for me was her for sure. It's like, it's like in um, Pearl. She does so fucking well in Pearl. She's a, a national treasure from whatever country she's from, Mia Goth. Um, I like her because she is a good influence on my son in that she will just bear them boobies, Dragon State. She will. That is true. She she will show off the, her great boobies. The only thing, the only thing I don't like, uh, she talks funny. She's weird. <laughs> it's almost from, like she's from, not American. <laughs> I mean, again, people in the UK, stop pretending you talk like that. You know <laughs> the fucking truth. Um, anyway, yes, move on. Dragon. Yes. I saw a little movie called Annihilation. Do you remember this movie? I do, and I really like this movie as well. And the book is very good. This is on uh, Netflix. Jaime, did you see this movie? Uh, no, Annihilation. Yeah. Um, this movie, when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh man, I really like this movie. I like the the ideas put forth." Watching it again a second time because I watched it with my chick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was like, "Oh, oh wow." Was I fucking stupid? (laughs) This this is one of those movies where they're like, we have to, it's like trying to be smart. So they like talk a certain way. But then I realized like, oh, most of this movie is just, this happens for reasons. This occurs. Uh, This this happened here. What what is this happening? I don't know. It happened. Cool. I'm like, okay, this is not as smart as I thought it was. It's but, a good, it's a good, the book is a really good sci-fi book. Well, I mean, you know, I don't fucking read. I don't believe in reading. It's not yeah, real. I know you can't. Yeah, just because you can't. Yeah. And uh, ultimately I was like, yeah, I still, I still like the movie. I don't mm-hmm. think it was as smart as I thought it was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the visuals are really fucking good. And yeah. uh, man, that bear, whew, that bear, does, that bear is fucking like top notch. One of the best ideas I've ever seen in my life. So good. That's like the bear that has the raccoon in it or whatever the fuck it is. No, no, no. You're thinking of uh, something else. Uh, It's a bear that like it. So in the movie, um, some like asteroid hits and there's a glimmer. People go in and suddenly DNA start like mixing and changing. Um, So like animals start like getting the, 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 I don't know how you put it. They start getting things that from other animals, they start like mixing DNAs and like some plants are now having human DNAs and shit like that. Yeah. Um, it, there's a bear that when it, it doesn't roar like a bear, it roars like whatever it ate, mm. which happens to be another, a woman who it killed. So when it roars, it's a, it's basically a woman screaming, like, uh, help me. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, that is a fucking, and the way they execute it is really fucking good. Yeah. It's, it's a very good, it's like haunting. Yeah. One, one, of, but, the, one of the things I really love about that movie is, you know, I love an animal that turns into something. Yeah. And it's like, that's 100% of the animals in the movie. The alligator yeah. in the beginning is really good. Uh, that was kind of stupid. I liked it. I love it. I mean, it's an alligator with shark teeth. And I'm like, wait, what? This, how did they mix together? But whatever. Don't worry about right. it. I see, I'm thinking, this is the problem. Once once I already know the plot, I started thinking about it. And I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't really make sense. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Okay. Um, next, Dragon. I watched a little movie on the Hulus called Crimes of the Future. I'm very Dragon. excited to hear what you thought of Crimes of the Future. Yeah. Dragon, did you see this movie? I did. See, I saw this movie in theaters. 
Yeah, I mean, did you, see your... Cri- did you see Crimes of the Future? I saw two minutes of it in Umberto's apartment, and I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> That's shut. It sounds exactly like what you would see for Crimes of the Future. Okay, go. Okay, number one, I'll say Alejandro really liked this movie because the, the chick in it, whatever her name is, Leah yeah. Z Dukes, uh, shows them boobies. It's very nice, Dragon. High five. Um, yeah, Hugo Mortensen is in it. This is, I mean, it's a fucking, what's his name? Uh, David Cronenberg movie. So it's just like, how can I make the body look weird and yep. weird like things? And ultimately, I was like, this, this fucking, this, this is overly complex for no fucking reason. <laughs> number one um I, I don't like the the designs i like the idea of like okay we're living in the future and like humans are hyperly evolving yeah, yeah. But ultimately i was just like yeah okay okay cool but like this fucking story is stupid <laughs> fair fair manager we're yeah. just talking about it the other day <laughs> like, oh, yeah? yeah we talk about it as a surprise it comes up generally in conversation like a surprising amount is it because uh, they like? I mean, this is a world where people don't feel pain anymore, and yeah. they there's disease like infections don't exist. So like people are doing surgeries like for fun. Yeah. For fun. That this, yeah, because yeah. uh, when someone says sex is a new surgery or surgery is a new sex or some shit like yeah. that, yeah, it's like art pieces and stuff doing yeah. surgery, doing like live surgeries. There, it's yeah. like performance art essentially in this in this world. Basically, anyway, stupid. Um, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I didn't love it, but I thought I would, I appreciate the weirdness of it. I would say. Okay. Yeah. I get it. So it's just you know simple movie for simple people. <laughs> You're an idiot. What All right. Next dragon. Yeah. Um, for my boy, I again, what is what does my boy need? What is the point of this podcast? Mm, positive positive male, male role models. Potatoes. I watched. <laughs> I watched Conan the Barbarian 1982 classic starring your boy Arnold Schwarzenegger James mm-hmm. Earl Jones and a bunch of other people um yeah it was really good I like this movie I, I was like re-watching this I was like man I haven't actually don't remember this movie that well uh mm-hmm. I thought I did but um yeah re-watching it I was like oh I, I really like this I like Arnold as the titular Conan mm-hmm. and um oh, yeah, it was really good. I thought it was a really good movie. Uh, ex- you know, fun, exciting. Yeah. Uh, sh- basically, Schwarzenegger spends a whole movie without a shirt on. Great. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, then I watched that was on um Netflix, and then now Nef also on Netflix. I watched Conan the Destroyer, the sequel, Dragon. Okay. All right. Also starring your boy Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. Wilt Chamberlain is in this is in this one. Grace Jones and uh, you know a bunch of other people. Okay. Um. The difference between this movie and Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Barbarian rated R, Conan yeah. the Destroyer, PG. Oh, and I was no. like, this is the movie I remember because this is the one that I would see on TV all the time. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it was just, it was like fun. It was fun. Yeah. You know, no, no bad things. It's just, you know, the first one was really violent and had titties. And my favorite thing is like, Conan is, a ma- you know why Conan's a man's man, Dragon? No. Because they bring in a chick because he's like, you know, he was raised to be a fucking like a gladiator and shit. And they bring so he's like, bring, they bring in a chick and they're like, here, this is for you to like, you know, pleasure have to, for your own pleasure. And what yeah. does Conan do? Does he jump on her like just fucking like a fucking pile driver? No, he then takes he takes a fucking like a, a coat and puts it on her. And he's like, hey, girl, come here. Let me show you. Look, I'm a sensitive man. I'm trying to make you feel good here, dragon. Yeah. 
positive male yeah. role model for my boy. Okay. <laughs> then he could teach his. Gross. Anyway, second movie. Um, uh, the only part I didn't like was, uh, turns out that the girl in it is actually like 13 years old. And I was like, oh, why, why is she dressed like this? All right, whatever. Fantasy world. That's creepy. Okay. And then she, she, she pines over Schwarzenegger. Uh, creepy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, next. Uh, I'll probably do this one and then I'll, uh, you know, I'll be done. Okay. All right. Finally, Dragon, I watched a little movie called Circle 2015. American sci-fi fiction psycho- psychological horror thriller film. It's this is a movie that is exactly what you would think when you I say I watch my movies on primes, yeah. which is it what it literally is is these people wake up and they're standing they're all everyone is standing in a dot. Yeah. And like suddenly everyone wakes up and they're like what the what's going on? They tr- someone tries to step off the dot, they get zapped by electricity, they fall and they die. Okay. Um, and then what they figure out is like, wait a minute, this is a voting system. We together are voting for someone to be killed. Okay. And there's like a countdown. So they have like, I don't know, um, let's say a minute between each time. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes, then it just becomes a movie where people are talking like, who's the next person who's going to die? Who deserves to live? And that pretty much is what the movie's about. It's like, who deserves to live? Mm-hmm. And now this sounds like a stupid movie, right, Dragon? Yes, it does. Poor, not the acting was meh. It's I'm gonna go meh, meh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more interesting than I than I than it should have been. Okay. Because it's mostly about like okay, uh, you know, some people would get suddenly see a kid there and a pregnant woman, and they immediately are like, well, one of them two should live. Yeah. And then other people are like, that's not fair. Yeah. I should live. We should be debating these things, and they, it's this thing where they're trying to debate, they're trying to talk, and then the person who's like, well. <laughs> You are you a criminal? You don't deserve to live. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, that per- like that person is becomes in charge for a while, where they're the one talking the most, and then after yeah. a while, they get killed. And <laughs> okay. it's like, oh man, this is such like an interesting thing because the- what I liked about it was this movie does not try to be like this is the ultimate evil person, so you're going to feel okay for killing them, right, right. And it just keeps going that until one person lives at the end. That's and I was I- like. I feel like I've never heard of this movie, and I'm surprised no, no a one, little bit. Probably no one has. No, what's it called? Dot? It's called Circle. Circle? Circle. Okay. Yeah. It was, oh. like I said, I don't know if it was a good movie, but it definitely, at the end of it, I was like, well, I'm actually glad I saw this movie. Interesting. Dragon? Okay. Yeah. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. I will, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I probably mentioned that. Awesome. All right, Dragon. So now let's move on past Umberto's shit corner so we can fucking start it. Excuse me. Excuse me. I didn't even get into the real shit. So, <laughs> yeah, Berto, Berto always has about seven other movies on deck that he decides in, like not to talk about and moves to the next week. And it happens in my every defense, week. And by the way, I also had a lot of movies I talked about because uh, like three of them were with Jaime. So, yeah, makes sense. You, you know what? Dragon, it's funny because like listening to the podcast and being on it is different because I can't skip this part. <laughs> Nothing has happened. Yeah, it sucks, right? Welcome to my world. No. Um, okay, let's uh, let's uh. All right, Dragon. Let's get to our final segment. Yeah, a little segment we call Dragon at the Movies. Dragon. Yes. What movie did Jaime pick for us this week? Um, so our very special guest, uh, friend of the show, Jaime, uh, chose this week, and he chose the uh, 
prequel, I guess, the the movie that comes before uh, one of the other movies that he chose, right? Jaime, didn't you choose Desperado for us? I chose Desperado. That, Thank you for remembering. You chose Desperado? I thought Jaime. Yes. Didn't. No, why That's would Jaime think uh, Desperado? Uh, no, it wasn't. Again? I didn't choose it. Umberto chose it, I think. Oh, my bad. Huh. Okay. Anyway, uh, so we, uh, Jaime chose um 1992's El Mariachi so this movie comes in at one hour and 21 minutes which is mwah, perfect loved it um it is available on Prime it's directed by Rob- Robert Rodriguez it's his first movie I believe um and it's starring uh Carlos Gallardo Jaime de Hoyas um Peter Marquat and Consuelo Gomez um would you All like right. a Dragon at the movies for El Mariachi Dragon never would make me happier I have been fucking waiting for this Okay, so El Mariachi is um, a movie about a um, uh, uh, Mexican, like I, I guess, big, big bad boss. I don't know what to call him. Like he, it, it was unclear. He was just like a, uh, a cartel guy, I guess. I don't know. It was very unclear to me. But anyway, he, um, he has this dude that he apparently screwed over, and the dude is in prison, and the dude gets out of prison, and he wants to kill the big bad guy um and he carries around a guitar case with um what's it called weapons in it okay and then at the same time that he's in town an actual mariachi is in town and he has an actual guitar case with an actual guitar in it and um they get confused with each other because nobody knows what the bad guy looks like so it's a case of mistaken identity through the whole thing and it means that this poor mariachi has to like defend himself uh against these people who are trying to kill him but they're not trying to kill him they're trying to kill another guy that's what al mariachi is about I'm so confused. <laughs> so am I. I mean, did that live up to all your hopes and dreams? I'm so confused. I I've like done how... better. I've done better. <laughs> I will admit. I like how both, well, more so Humberto, but you do it sometimes as well when you're like, okay, let me talk about like three men. Yeah. And then just use he and him. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, what are you fucking who? Who? Him. He's got a guitar case. Who has a guitar him. case? <laughs> him. He's got a guitar case. Where do you, where's, the, where's the confusion? Yeah. So that's great, Dragon. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right. Well, uh, um, yes. Th- this is great, guys. And, uh, you know, thank you for inviting me on the show. <laughs> that's, that's all I wanted to be here for. So I, uh, I, when I was watching this movie, I was like, wait, isn't this the exact plot of Desperado? Like the exact like, beat for beat <sighs> plot of Desperado? <laughs> and I was so, a, a little confused. I, Sam Remy basically did, Sam Remy, well, he, uh, Robert Rodriguez did the Sam Remy thing of like, um, you know what? I'm just going to kind of do a remake of my movie because mm-hmm. to get it right, the third, to get it right, basically. Mm-hmm. And then, so think of, I, I like to think of, uh, of, of, Desperado as a s- sequel, but more of like uh, I want to improve it too. Yeah, because they go to re- the same fucking bar. A requel, yes, a requel. I believe is the correct yeah. term now. Yeah, I uh, I gotta tell you, I I didn't love Desperado, but I liked this movie. I thought this movie oh, wow. was fun. <laughs> the attacks, the attacks. Because uh, was was it Antonio? Was that was that why? Because he was wearing blonde, brown face. Is a man it, from okay, a, a man from Spain, España, Dragon, España. He's a European. Was playing brownface. Is that why you didn't like it? You couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't take it. I couldn't handle it. Uh, no, I I really like the mariachi in this one. He's like such mm-hmm. a little fresh faced young man. It's, he's a little boy. 
he's a little boy and it made sense this is also like it's so interesting to see like this kind of like fresh-faced boy just like immediately kill a bunch of people (laughs) and I was like oh they're not like Robert Rodriguez is not fucking around like he is uh I do like how how there was no setup to him being like he literally just picks up a gun and immediately just can shoot everyone better than 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 them shooting at him. And I was like, you know what? I'll absolutely go with it. Absolutely perfect. I was like, oh, clearly the guitar training taught him how to shoot a gun. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll go with it. Well, <laughs> see, the, the thing is, the gun the gun came out of a guitar case, which is what made oh. it. Uh, yes, you know so what? He knows I how to use even... anything that comes out of a guitar case, obviously. <laughs> I I didn't even fucking realize that, Dragon. Guy, you just answered. You know what? I gotta like delete half my notes now. So you don't seem to understand, Dragon, that when okay, so I I feel like I feel like if you don't watch the movie, it's very confusing. Yeah. To hear two talk three people talking about it. Yeah. But yeah, so El Mariachi goes into a small town to look for work as a mm-hmm. guitar player, and it just so happens to be in the during a time where another person who walks around with a guitar case like comes out of jail. Yeah. And this is just like it's a gang war that he gets stuck in the middle of it. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it you I guess he kind of discovers who he really is, Dragon. Hold on, Jaime. Hold on, Jaime. Who's the he? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. No, go ahead. I'm Shut sorry. up. El Mariachi <laughs> is a stone cold killer. He really is. And there's yeah. no He's like a- there's no hesitation. There's no like feelings about it later. Like he just no. like shoots these men. He's like, okay, <laughs> let me go hit on this bartender. Yeah. There's a there's a scene where he murders four people and then he just walks into a bar and tells the chick, like, oh, I just murdered four people. <laughs> and that's it. That's that's his that's his like, oh my god, I'm I'm mulling over this. I feel bad. <laughs> and then yeah. and then just move on. Yep. And what did she do, Dragon? Here, here you can stay in my place. Oh yeah. She, she was, was like, uh... You murdered four people? Mm, mm. Mm, hang mm. out. Hang out. I love a bad boy. <laughs> Come mm. inside. <laughs> I got a room for you. Don't worry. I'm dragging. Uh, question. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if let's say you own the bar. Yeah. Uh, if a man walked in and said, "Hey, I just killed four people," would you immediately be turned on? No, I don't think I would be. No. Wait one second. Okay. Let's what if say, What if he was six? Yeah. What if he was six feet tall? <laughs> Oh, in that case, yeah, totally. <laughs> Six feet tall, so and built like own, Thor. You didn't own a bar, but uh-huh. you own a living room that they pretended they dressed up and pretended to be a bar. Yes, even that was not a fucking bar. No, <laughs> no. Well, listen, Robert Rodriguez made this for like seven grand, so um. Yeah, yeah, that's probably, probably less than that. No, it's seven thousand dollars. I, 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 uh. I, I watched a little mini documentary on the making of it by Robert Rodriguez after yeah. I watched the movie. That's the big story about the movie is that he made it for $7,000. And he has uh, that documentary, the Robert Rodriguez 10-minute film school. Humberto, it's like an eight-minute fucking video that okay. he talks what happened about. To the, what happened to the other two minutes? I don't know. He just cuts it, he cuts it short. Mm-hmm. It's probably, you know what? Brevity. Love it. Go. That's part of this learning process. Maybe he left room for the post-credit stingers. So he, (laughs) he, Humberto, what, what, whenever he makes a movie, he makes like a 10 minute documentary about the fucking movie that they make. Even like big genius movie. He's a genius. 
Love yeah. it. And it's I love it, actually. Robert Rodriguez, 10-Minute Film School. You can YouTube it. There's a bunch yep. of them out. And yep. It just talks about the techniques of how he made the movie, how he does it for fucking cheap. And mm -hmm. he does it cheap by not spending money on anything. No. On anything. Yeah. First of he's all, like, he's like, first of all, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, he does everything himself. He writes the movie. He's the cameraman. He's the editor. He fucking makes the music for it. He's a composer. He does everything himself. So he doesn't have to pay anyone. Mm -hmm. And then he went to a town in Mexico. So he didn't have to like pay, pay, uh, like it's an independent movie. So there's no like union jobs. Yeah. So he basically pays somebody. He's like, okay, you're going to hold this gun and then you're going to run over here and then you're going to be one of the thugs. And when you're done with that, I need you to like go and set up the light for <laughs> this next shot. Like, And by the light, he means the two lights that he purchased from like Home Depot for like $7 yeah. <laughs> that he had for the whole thing. He lit the movie with two fucking like construction lights. Yeah. And so he, said, he said, he said in the making of like, so he would, no, there's no light continuity through the whole movie because he just wanted to see how the light would change when he changed positions. So like each yeah. scene has a different lighting setup because he was just experimenting. And, and I did, I, I didn't notice when we were watching it. Like I straight up didn't notice that. Now, am I, I might be, am I remembering this wrong, but the, the big bad, so there's two bad guys, right? There's yeah. the big bad and then the, I'm going to call him the small bad, which is the guy who walks around with the suitcase of guns. Yes, yes. Um, the big bad, does he speak English? Does he speak Spanish? I couldn't, I couldn't tell. I was wondering that because he like, I, I what, what do you guys, what do you guys think? I don't think he speaks Spanish. I think he had like uh, maybe high school Spanish lessons. And then Robert Rodriguez said, hey, say it like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's I, my guess. So here, here's my thing about that. Something seemed off when he was speaking Spanish, but my Spanish is not good enough to like recognize like accents and stuff, you know, like mm -hmm. that that aren't correct. So I was like, I can't tell what's weird about this, or if I just like don't hear Mexican Spanish enough to like you know know whether or not this is an appropriate accent. I have no idea. Well, well it it's not. <laughs> so he's an American. He's the only American actor um, in the movie, but he is in a Spanish speaking role. Yeah, it's very interesting. Mauricio is his name. Moco. Moco, that's right. Well, who do you yeah. think is a better bad guy? Moco or Bucho from Desperado? Joaquim <laughs> del, del Almeida. I have no idea. I don't even remember the guy from Desperado, to be honest. I mean, that guy was fucking intense, so he was good. I like. I really like yeah, him. Yeah, did you? Okay. He's the Hollywood version of Moco. Yeah. yeah. They got a good actor. <laughs> and they were like, eh, just speak English. Also, yeah. I think he's from I think he's Spanish. Let me look it up. Oh, interesting. Oh, he's from, never mind. He's from Portugal. He's from Brazil or Portugal. Oh, oh interesting. But anyway, yes. they were just like, speak, just speak English. Just, yeah. the, 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 this is for an English audience. So just speak English. Yeah. Everyone speak English. Yeah. Um. Uh, sorry. What? Hello. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. I got what, cut off. No, no, no. I just we all said um at the same time. Uh, what what else do we need to talk about with this movie? I mean, look. Do you, here's the thing. I I really like the fact that normally when you get these small independent films, you get yeah. a very like basic storyline, like mm -hmm. literally a cookie cutter storyline. I like the fact that uh, Rodriguez at least was like, okay, I'm gonna do a, a case of mistaken identity. That's gonna yeah. be my action movie. Um, so he was like, okay, it's going to be a drug war. 
Mm-hmm. And then the the guitarist gets mistaken for the one of the drug dealers. So that's like that is a little more complex than what you get with uh, normally a, an independent small movie. Um, so I, I like that. I like that. I like the actual introduction of the of the hero. Mm-hmm. Actually, I like the introduction of everyone, to be honest. Like he 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 had a way to introduce these guys to make you understand who they are. Yeah. Like you saw Moko and he's like, He's fucking by a pool. He's like wearing like a, a nice oh, outfit. Like a linen suit, like an all white linen suit. Yeah. So you establish yeah. like, oh, he's the bigger bad because yeah. he, he's living high on the hog. Yeah. And then you see um, who is the oh, fuck? Who's the what's the name of the, the bad guy in, in Azul? The, the other Azul. guy. Azul. Yeah. Azul. Um, he is like, well, I I'm getting I look, I'm in jail. Granted. I, I'm I'm still fucking working working at a desk here in jail. Yeah, I'm yeah. making my money, but yeah. it, and and all these people work for me that are in the jail. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So so it's like okay, he's the guy. He's the guy who's like on the ground getting his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. That's the type of guy he is. And then you get the mariachi who's just like, eh, I'm just a traveling mariachi here trying he's, to fucking. He's just trying to make a buck, man. He's just trying yeah. to make an honest living. And then they show him walk into a place and like, hey, you know, and he's like, why would I hire you when I have an entire band over there? <laughs> fucking the, key, the keyboard mariachi. <laughs> the, that's the only scene where there's comedy in it. And I'm like, why is this so fucking funny? <laughs> And it's the yeah. way it's shot too. It's like weird, like fish eye zoom lens zoom out. Fish he eyes, does this little they're thing. like speeding up. They show the yes, guy do the little thing where he cracks his knuckles. Yeah. He's got a little hat on. He's got bug, and then they play it. It's like so well done. Where I was like, this is this is really funny for such a small like yeah. dumb thing in a movie that has no other comedic moments. Oh yeah, I like that Robert Rodriguez like. So he basically did like maybe one to two takes of everything and that was it. Like he did not, he didn't even get like, he only had the one camera, right? So he would just like get coverage by just like moving the camera in the same scene and having like the next line go and then he moved the camera back and then he'd zoom in and then like zoom out between. It was so interesting. That making up is really good. I highly recommend it. He probably did a few takes and was like, I think this would look cool. I don't even know if he did a few takes. No, I don't, did, I don't think he did a couple of takes. He did two takes. He would do one for the audio and one for the video. So, Umberto, he didn't have any recording equipment. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. So he couldn't record sound yeah. on film. Yeah. He, he did. Recorded- he did the. He did the Italian uh, style where there was like oh. no style. yeah, but it's not like he then went into a studio and did dubbing, which is the most interesting yeah. part. He would like. So he had- Go ahead, I may tell it. So he had the actors play the scene out, right? Yeah. He record it, and then he would have the actors replay the scene, but he would stick a microphone in their in their face. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. Audio later, and then whenever their lips wouldn't match the voices, that's when he would cut away to like another parts, another person's face or whatnot. (laughs) And I'm sitting here like, wow, this this was so well edited. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh no. but but also Berto, it was edited in camera while he was shooting. Yeah. Like it, it's so interesting. He was just like, yeah, I didn't have any money and we couldn't buy that much film. So like the whole film was shot in like something crazy, like 25 reels or something like that. It was like nothing, absolutely nothing. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. It's just it's fucking like amazing. The 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 what's it called? The uh creativity through necess- necessity that, that yeah. is involved in this movie. 
Yeah. And I, I love, I love uh, Rodriguez just being like, yeah, if you want to make a movie uh, for no money, don't spend any money. <laughs> that was literally yeah. his advice. Yeah. He was I mean, like, don't spend money because it's going to force you to come up with creative solutions. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I like, I really like that idea. Mm-hmm. And that, that's something we say all the time, which is sometimes you get these people who like, you give them like, here's a blank canvas, do whatever you want. And they literally are like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. But if you tell them, like, I need you to make I need you to paint the horse, but only using the color blue. Yeah. Suddenly they'll be more much more creative. Yeah. I, I agree. You need sometimes art needs parameters. Yeah, I think basically. Yeah. Um, and I guess I guess, Craig, and this is you saying that uh, you're you're against the writers and <laughs> the actors in this latest strike. That's what you're telling me right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm fully against funding the arts. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Give them a little funding. They'll figure it out. Look, when we have El Mariachi, if uh, we had given Robert Riggs $100,000, no, we wouldn't. No, God, no. We would have some other bullshit. So, you know. You, you were, yeah, Dragon. Yes. You got Desperado off of this. Yeah, I, again, I didn't love it. But now I kind of see why. Like, there's something, like, really, um, I, I don't know if gritty is the right word for it, but there's something, like, authentic about this movie. And Gonzo. and I, I yes, and I feel like I feel like Desperado is like a little too. It feels like a little too stylized. Like it feels like I'm ripping something off, and now I know why. Um, but uh, I I I think that 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 kind of explains it. Oh, what's up? Don't worry about don't worry about what's happening in the background. Right. <laughs> so Dragon uh, Desperado itself was only made for seven million dollars. Yeah. Think it, about that. it looks it looks like it a was, 34 it was like a summer blockbuster and it was uh, like seven million dollars what is that technically like a hundred times the budget or something no it's a thousand times the budget the original budget a uh, thousand times the budget yeah a hundo what's that crazy oh somebody's awake wait did it wait can you just real quick can you get alejandro to tell us what he thought about alan mariachi alejandro what did you think about did you what did you like better uh, El Mariachi or Desperado? He said Desperado because uh, let's just say there's a scene in there specifically for him. Am I right, Dragon? I, I, would, I would say that yeah. I didn't hear him say a word of that. All right? I saw him look at you and then look oh, away. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he looks so happy about that Bane voice that basically got cut out because Zoom is like, nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lord. Oh no! It's in the he's well. Here's the problem right now. He's looking at my earpiece ear, ear and he's like, "I need to play with that." Yeah, fair and enough. And now he's mad because I won't let him play with it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Should Should we talk about like takeaways from this movie? Final Final thoughts about it? Do we have anything yeah, else you want to say? Because I have to like close my laptop right now, so my notes are going to disappear. <laughs> well, in that case, we can't possibly go on. Well, go first, then. Okay. Hey! 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 Well, first the dragon. Are you going to do final thoughts, dragon? No, you. Jaime asked you to go. To, you to go first. There so you go. Okay, let's just. I'm. I'm a, I'm a little busy right now. Ah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Now I'm good. Now I'm good. I can do this. I can do it now. Go. Okay. He just needed to be picked up. Um. All right. Final thoughts. Um. I, yeah. I really like the like little details that I kept noticing, even though it's like a cheap movie. Mm-hmm. It's like man, there's still little details. Like at the very end when he's like on the motorcycle with the dog. Even though I'm like, that's pretty dangerous for a dog. They know, still right? had the foresight to be like, well, he, we don't have money to pay for a bandage. Yeah. But we probably have some duct tape that we used earlier for lighting rigs. And they just duct taped his arm and was like, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> Move on. 
I really like I, I really like that part too. I thought that was good. Yeah. I like that. So I like the and what this really reminded me of. And um it's, I'm not gonna say anything else about it because I don't want to spoil it. Jaime, I really think you should watch this movie. Uh it, it, a movie called One Cut of the Dead. Yes. Jaime, if you've not yeah. seen One Cut of the Dead, you should hundred percent watch it. It's very the, good. The concept of the fuck it, just do it, and then brilliant art comes out. Yeah. is so like evident in this movie. I feel like that movie saw Desperado and was like, <laughs> how can we do this but with zombie stuff? That, like, that can, that's an interesting tell, take. That's an interesting take on this. How how can we tell the story of what Robert Rodriguez did? Yeah. That's I I don't want to say anything else cuz I don't want to fucking spoil that movie. It's the 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 I don't even want to call it a twist. Where that story goes to is so surprising and so like amazing and brilliant. And then at the end, you're just like, I feel better about art. Yeah. Like art is amazing. I can't believe that art exists in this world. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I highly recommend One Cut of the Dead. Highly recommend yeah. it. Okay. And it's one of the rare movies where Berto won't give a spoiler. So you know that like it's something about it because Berto doesn't believe in spoilers otherwise. No, I don't believe in spoilers. <laughs> Very rarely do I believe in spoilers. Yeah. I'll try to look it up. Okay. Um, after, you, suit. after Suits. After yes. Suits, yeah. I mean, you got to finish Suits. What are you crazy? I mean, you got to. You got to find out what happens to Meghan Markle. Does she marry the prince? Oh, is that the show that she was in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, she's in. The, she's like a major character in that show. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she went from, uh, you know, where she like opened up a suitcase and mm-hmm. she was very mad because no one asked her her opinions on like, the world in that right 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 to suits where they basically were like that or just shut up and fucking read the lines i don't know what the fuck to tell you <laughs> okay and then um, she went to marry a prince and now is like oh my goodness the world is against me sure um okay anyway uh, are you done with the uh, final thoughts for him um i would give this movie a six out of ten uh you know it was like yeah there's part i, I felt like especially in the middle i was like all right let's 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 <laughs> get to the let's get to the going let's get the movie is like 80 minutes long (laughs) yeah i know and like the minute of 40 minutes in i was like all right can we like get to the where where are we going here come on let's go let's go let's go uh but i I, man i really i really i really enjoy watching it yeah all right dragon uh yes okay my my final my final smashly or a trashly uh, I would give Smashly. I was surprised at the amount that I liked it. And I, it, it is really that kind of gonzo filmmaking that I appreciate. That it's like just really impressive to see and fun to kind of watch. Um, I think you're right. Like uh, limit, limitations uh, breed ingenuity. And that's kind of like what this was. Also highly, highly recommend the the little 10 minute. What, what is it called, Henry? The making of? Well, the 10 minute film school. 10 minute film school. Yeah. From Richard Rodriguez on this. Uh, or Yes. Um, very good. Uh, Roberto Rodriguez, not Richard. Sorry, um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I generally my final thoughts. It was, it was really good. I liked it. I think it's really yeah. worth watching, and it's very impressive yeah. that a twenty-three-year-old filmmaker made it. It's just yeah. super impressive. Yeah. Um. Uh, Jaime, what about you? Final, final thoughts, and what do you rate your movie? Uh, Jaime, would you give this a good, a good time on the shitter or a bad time on the shitter? I would call it a good time on the shitter. Yeah. This is one of my favorite movies and uh, more so than the, like, I can't, I can't recommend enough that you pair it with the 10 minute film school. So you should watch the movie first. Thanks for telling me that beforehand, by the way. Then watch the 10 minute. Well, I wanted to talk to you without watching it. Yeah. Um, But you should definitely watch it. Watch this. 
and watch the the ten minute film school. And he's got a bunch of ten minute film schools. Yeah, it makes me really interested to watch his other ones. Yeah, it makes me feel like watching this movie and watching the, that documentary made me feel like I could make a movie. Right. It does. It like. It's very like uh, encouraging in in a way. Like I I just appreciate a filmmaker being like, you can do it, just do it. Like there's no I mean, like, you just have to try. I mean, if yeah. you like that, I really recommend One Cut of the Dead. <laughs> yes, I agree. I can't like, yeah, I can't I can't stretch that enough. Not just I, I'm telling you, it's one of those things where you just like, what are my dreams? <laughs> I want to do that. I'm gonna fucking go out there and do it because fuck you guys. I uh, it has that thing in there. I should also say that I watching the 10 minute film school was not my idea. Obviously, Andrew very much was like, you, you have to watch this. We just watched El Mariachi. You have to watch this. It's 10 minutes. It's on YouTube. And I said, okay. And he put it on yeah. and I loved it. Thanks, Dragon. Thanks for telling me, by the way. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, you, you figure stuff out on your own. <laughs> Second, we're telling you right now. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Yeah. So I'm with you. All right. Final. Uh, I guess we gave our final thoughts. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Dragon. Next week's movie. I would yes. go to it. Okay, my, my baby's running away now, so it's good. Don't worry. Don't worry, Dragon. He's playing with an outlet right now. Oh, so perfect. 10 out of 10. Okay. Yep. And he's perfectly safe playing with an outlet. Well, he was. Now he's just staring at my chick as she hit him with a piece of clothes, and now he's laughing. Nice. He loves CTE, just like his daddy. My God. All right. Next, Dragon. What are we going to watch next week? Do you know? Uh, it's I my d- turn to pick, right? It, it is indeed your turn to pick. So I'm going to pick, Dragon, we just saw a movie that Jaime said is one of his favorite movies of all time, right? Yes. Correct, we Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, Jaime. No, that's right. We're going to watch, I'm going to argue this is number two on Jaime's favorite movies of all time. <laughs> okay. We're going to watch 1994's Street Fighter. All right? This is one hour, 42 minutes. This is currently streaming on YouTube. It is directed by your boy, Steven. Wait, wait, wait. On YouTube or on Tubi? Oh, sorry, Tubi. Okay. This is directed by your boy, Steven E. De Sosa, and starring the greatest actor ever made, yep. Jean-Claude Vendant. Nice. Starring, playing an American. Yeah. And your boy, Raul Julia, currently dying. <laughs> well, not currently dying. In the movie, was dying. In the actively and dying while making this movie. Actively dying while making the movie, and it is very, like, upsettingly well, obvious when you watch it. Anyway. Well. We're going to watch that for next week, Dragon. I am excited. Jaime, unfortunately, you can't see it unless you want to pop in for five minutes and that way we can tell the Dragon how great it was. So I've seen this movie enough times to not have to watch it. The same way that I didn't watch it to talk, uh, watch it Mariachi to talk about it with you guys. Because you've watched it so many times that you just like <laughs> absolutely know it back and forth. <laughs> fair right. enough, fair enough. Okay. All right, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and uh, send us off? Oh, oh, yeah, okay, Dragon. bye. Okay, bye. Bye.